Welcome to Remelations. We're your hosts. I'm Mindy. And I'm Brooke. Remelations is a dream interpretation podcast where we read listeners' dreams. From nightmares to the just plain bizarre, join us as we give you our comedic interpretation of your fucked up REM cycle. This week, I'm reading a dream from Billy that has to do with red beads, random guests at the door, and murderous teddy bears. Ooh, okay. We also have some catnaps about bathtub sharks, birthday cake stabbings, carrots, and getting sent to hell. Ooh, dangerous. <laughs> yeah, very dangerous. We're also talking about comfort items or comfort objects used to calm and help us go to sleep, especially as young babies and toddlers. All right, bestie, let's grab that comfy. Let's grab that lovey. And let's get started. Woo! <laughs> I love your jammy jams because I recognize those. Yes, right? they're very nice. Vernaz, if I could live in my pajamas, I'd never take them off. I hear you. Are you guys having a blizzard there too? Yeah, it just started snowing like, I don't know, an hour ago or so, but it's March. Mother Nature, stop. Just, it's enough. It's enough already. Stop being a a nap already. Take a fucking nap and relax, Mother Nature. Let, Let Mother Spring come along. (laughs) <laughs> You're getting grumpy. She I'm needs over some it. chocolate. I'm over it. Yeah, I know shit. And a nice glass of Chianti. Chocolate and a glass of Chianti. We got to give Mother Nature something. Okay. I should probably grab my, I should probably take my dreams out. I'm just sitting here like staring into space. Okay. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm uh, supposed to read something now. Somebody said something to me today like, Do you see something? And I'm like, why? They're like, you were just like. (laughs) Staring. I'm like, nope. I was just completely zoned out. (laughs) Needed a mental break. That's okay. Sometimes your brain just shuts down like that. And it's okay to accept it. It was only, (laughs) it's okay to accept it. You're so sweet. (laughs) Receive it. I receive Receive. it. It It needs a break. It's okay. Mother Nature needs a break from snow. <laughs> Mother Nature okay. needs a break from fucking us over. <laughs> no shit. All righty. Um, well, if you're ready to get started, I have a dream oh. today from Billy. And Billy is from Chicago. And I know you're wondering. It's B-I-L-L-I-E. <gasps> I love a Thank I love you. Billy like that. I'm writing it down. Okay. I'm writing it down. She starts, I would love to know what these dreams mean. I've never had a similar dream to someone else's before, so this is interesting to me. Thanks in advance. Ooh. Oh, okay. Okay, so this starts, so it's a kind of a shared dream theme with her fiancé. So <gasps> she starts with her fiancé's dream. Oh, my God. This is so fascinating. Okay. My fiancé had a dream a few weeks ago about a possessed teddy bear that <laughs> looked like an old-fashioned teddy bear, and it was old. <laughs> Old-fashioned and old? <laughs> I know, right? Those kind of go together, right? It's old-fashioned-y old. <laughs> I true. love it's the funny. descriptive writing here. Yeah. I'm just saying. 
It was alive and was shooting red beads out of its mouth when he pushed the bear's Ooh. belly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My fiance kept pressing its belly to get the beads to shoot out. Then he became afraid when he realized that the bear was trying to get a bead into his own mouth in order to possess him too. Uh, what? The bear was throwing a bead at the husband's mouth? He was he was pushing it in his his mouth, yes. <laughs> Eat this bead and become a Become possessed. And so that wraps wow, up the fiance's dream. I was going to say, it seems like a fairy tale. You know, like, eat this. <laughs> a fairy tale gone or wrong. Or something will happen to you. Eat this poison it's not, apple. It's not a poison apple. Eat a, eat a poisoned red bead. From a bear's okay. belly. <laughs> <laughs> well, you push the belly and it shut out of its mouth. So it's like you regurgitate regurgitated beads. Mm, Recurgitated beads in your mouth. <laughs> God, that's when you put it that way, Brooke. It sounds really gross. Yeah, it does sound really gross. <laughs> All right. Well, Sorry. then Billy goes on to explain her dream. My dream. Okay. Last night, I had a dream that I purchased three teddy bears in pieces at the dollar store. If you combined the pieces, then the bear would possess you. And make you murder your family. Why would you buy this? <laughs> what? It's like, does it say like the la- is it on the label? Warning, is it may like cause a warning? murder. <laughs> or will most certainly cause murder. <laughs> Don't worry, if it's from the dollar store, it's missing some pieces anyways. So you have nothing to worry that, about. That's true. I decided to almost combine the pieces for all three toys but to leave each bear missing a piece so none of them came alive. I mixed up oh. the pieces, however, and completed a bear by mistake. Damn it! Billy. Damn it. Billy. Follow those. I know those instructions attention. suck, but you have to really use Is a little a logic there. Is this Ikea? Is this an Ikea bear? <laughs> <laughs> it might be. It came alive and started to run around. Think Chucky. I was... I was surprised it didn't possess me, but I was home alone. I was in the process of trying to break its neck when the doorbell rang. (laughs) Ding dong. Could you be like, excuse me, can you please come back? I'm trying to break this possessed bear's neck. I'm a little busy right now. (laughs) My hands are tied around his neck. Sorry. Come back in 15 minutes. We'll see where we are. <laughs> and it's just like Jehovah's Witness or something. Like yeah, They probably do come back. Have you heard the word of God? Damn it. <laughs> ma'am, ma'am, can help you stop? Me, I want to, help me, I want to hear the word of God. Help me, help me. <laughs> Is that the bear talking or, the, or Billy? I'm not sure. B- both. I don't know. They both want to hear the word of God. <laughs> okay. Well... When I answer the, I know this is is crazy. When I answered the door, it was a couple with their two kids. They showed up Mm. with white flowers, an attempt to recognize me for my excellence at work. (laughs) You got to bring the whole family. Got to bring the whole fam. Billy, I don't know what line of work you're in, but you're doing a fan fucking tabulous job. You are. You're getting everybody to support you. 
I don't know who they were, but they knew me a lot. I asked,、oh. How do you know where I live? They answered, Because you are famous and live in a mansion. Oh, Billy, Billy G. Get it? It's, Bill, it's Billy Jean. We figured it out. It's Billy Jean. We finally figured out who she is. It, but she was at the door, not the other way around. Okay,、right. so、maybe not. Okay. At that moment, the bear went running outside and jumped into the arms of the husband. He thought it was cool and was unaware that it was supposed to be dangerous. Yeah, he's like, a h、oh, u g g i n g He's like, um, he's going to stab、oh. you in one second. <laughs> just just be told- prepared. <laughs> Just、be prepared. I told the bear to go with them, and the bear went running towards their car in the driveway, which had their two kids inside. Problem solved for Billy. For Billy, not for that family. She says,、no. I knew the bear was going to ensure that whole family was murdered, but I didn't <laughs> want to deal with the bear myself. I felt guilty, but then let it go. And then I woke up. <laughs> Billy, I appreciate your honesty so much. Right? I love it. Honesty, yes. <laughs> Billy wraps up the email with Back to Real Life. Oddly enough, I have my childhood teddy bear at the end of my bed in a chest. I have read that children's teddy bears can hold onto energy or something, which is an interesting idea. Hmm.、Mm, it, it certainly sounds interesting. It is an interesting idea. <laughs> it sure is. Wow, and we have Billy, talked about loveys before and having things that you hold、loveys. on to and you're, you're never going to let go of. It's still on your bed, it's still in your closet. But if it's a possessed、Forever. one, burn it. Or drown it. Or, of, or send it off with a nice new family with children, <laughs> with young kids. That's where you send your lovey. <laughs> hey, as long as it's out of your home, not your problem. Is that Toy Story 16 with a possessed yeah, teddy that bear be, that it, goes it to the new family? Getting, starts getting really dark after Toy Story 4. Hey, you know, all those kids that watched Toy Story growing up, they're at that age where they need a little, you know, crime and drama and murder in their lives. I, I, think I mean, Pixar. They probably, don't have a, they probably don't have enough of that in their lives. So, yeah. You know, Pixar, get out of here. Pick our brain, Pixar. Quick, Quit creating the happiness and get to reality. <laughs> <laughs> It's called true crime for a reason.、Hmm? All right. Well, <laughs> Billy.、Uh, first of all, we have to address the fact that how interesting it is that her and her fiance both had a similar、oh. dream with teddy bears a、I、couple totally weeks ago. I totally forgot about that part already. Yes. And they were、That's、both、crazy. possessed. So that is interesting. Shared dreams. And she has that、oh. real one at the end of her bed, too.、Mm-hmm. Like, so they're both probably like staring at it, like every night being like, um,、mm, maybe we should get rid of it. Hey, Paddington. <laughs> Time hey, to Paddington. Take a hike. <laughs> But to get into it a little bit, the whole theme between the two of them is the teddy bear, right? And、yeah. teddy bears. Any lovey that you have growing up is a sense of security. It's a sense of, you know, old time memories, past life,、mm-hmm. and as well as companionship. So, this dream, I think, has a lot to do with that. We know that Billy here is engaged and she's moving into a new phase of her life. So, is it about a little bit of nostalgia, a little bit of childhood that she's letting go? And it's、mm-hmm. doing it in kind of like a possessed, scary way. 
But maybe that's just because it's such a big step in her life. Getting married is a huge yeah. thing. So it's manifesting itself in a in a very crazy way. Here's a big moment kind of way. Yeah. Right. Yes. I get it. Well, to go to the fiance's dream, the red beads. <laughs> we talked about red before and red's one of those colors of strong emotion, no matter mm. whether it be passion or anger or lust. You know, there's a lot of colors red can represent, but it's strong. Whatever it is, it's a strong feeling. Mm-hmm. Especially and when it comes out I, of the innards of a bear. It makes it even right? stronger. And Everyone can it that. be love in that sense? <laughs> can it be like one of these old, you know, he knows that she had this thing growing up. And is it like, well, she loved that bear and now she loves me. You know, oh things my can God, manifest Mindy. itself in very weird ways. Wow. You just blew my mind. But why? But why beads? A bead yeah. by itself means nothing, right? It's mm-hmm. nothing. It symbolizes nothing. But you put it together with some other beads, you make something beautiful. You can make a relationship, so to say. You can make something beautiful like a necklace. A beanbag chair. So, ooh, good. <laughs> it's not a beanbag chair, Brooke. <laughs> it's bean a little more crunchy. Bag. Chairs. The new Market thing. it. TM. A bead bag chair. TM. It's really taken. Take. Oh yeah, it it, it weighs a lot. <laughs> and and why are the beads coming out of this teddy bear's mouth? Right. Mouths we've talked about are a form of communication, and so mm-hmm. not only is it coming out of the teddy bear's mouth, but he's force feeding it to the fiance. So what if, yeah. what is it about the mouth? What is it about communication in this relationship? Is he supposed to be letting his guard down and taking this love in? Is it accepting that he's worthy of this love and happiness that he has in store mm. for him? I don't know. Is he co- not communicating it, perhaps, to his fiance? He's not. That, that even that, like, the fact of the, getting married is a little bit scary. Could it be that? Billy, or Billy's just not hearing the words she needs to hear. There's like maybe a miscommunication. They're mm-hmm. talking in their own languages right here, and it might just be they're just not on the same page. Wedding planning is stressful. Trust me, folks. I deal with brides. <laughs> I was going to say pretty much know, every day of my life. You deal with brides all the time, and I and I love each and every one of my couples. But wedding planning is is one of those biggest stressors that you can have in a relationship moving into marriage. So what's going on there with the communication? That's that's what I'm wondering, Billy. And does your fiance like your stuffed animal bear? He Oh, don't don't yeah. even get me started on shit that you want to throw away from your significant other. Don't actually. Okay. Mark's pretty good Zip about it. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sidebar. I'm a minimalist <laughs> when it comes to home decor. I am not someone who likes I don't hang on to shit. I rather have less junk in my house like just go through it it's either well, donate keep yeah. memory box well you've got i don't need to hold six on kids as well so you have <laughs> to be on top of that game you have to be on top of like we can't keep everything <laughs> we can't it's time to move on and yes but that is one thing we are kind of opposite even though we're very similar in many ways as a virgo but like and i love a good purge but i do it like maybe (laughs) once a year like get everything together i like get the closet cleaned out get everything out 
it's got to it's got to be right. tough and it adds up pretty quickly. I can't, I can't hold on to every single drawing you've done since kindergarten. I love you. You're like, honey, but I you know love what? you. <laughs> when you turn 25 and get your own place, you're not going to want it either. So let's just accept that you're fact. You're not going to want it either. <laughs> I mean, there are. <laughs> As I, that is the most honest thing I think you've ever said or anyone in the world has ever I mean, it's true. I mean, you know, your parents hold on to shit for you, thinking that, oh, maybe you might want it someday. My my mom did the same, and I, I don't. I don't need my drawings from kindergarten. I, my, right. It was the same thing like a year ago. My mom brought out this tub, and she's like, here's your kindergarten report card. Here's your first grade dance program. Here's <laughs> your dance she's program. Like, Say, here, like, everything. And I'm like... I just realized when you said it, like, when you're 25, you're not going to want it either. And I'm like, yeah, how about, like, when you're 42? I don't want it Right? But also, at the same time, I think about, maybe I do want it. Maybe I will. This is a Virgo. This is a Virgo. Yeah. Like, maybe I will need it. Maybe I will use it. Maybe I do need to know my religion grade from kindergarten. Maybe I need to know I got an E+. (laughs) Because we didn't have the normal grading system at Catholic school. We had excellent, good, and satisfactory. E, G, and S. (laughs) But actually, it's funny because I'm sitting literally right in front of, I'm in the basement where I record, and I'm sitting right in front of uh, our, like a shelf, and everyone has got their own memory box. And so it's not like I'm a complete prude and I throw away everything. So I do put (laughs) things away. Just get it out of here. You love it. But I will. (laughs) <laughs> I will put it in everyone's memory box. Like I do, I do keep things, but I'm not going to keep every single piece I know, of art. But you're so sweet yeah. and sentimental. I know you would pick like the most important and the best things to put in that box. The ones that look good, right? If it's just the a ones- handprint, <laughs> it's going in trash. <laughs> you're like, oops, Anyways. I dropped it. The plaster broke. <laughs> the macaroni necklace, it's, stu- it's still very stale. Oof. I accidentally <laughs> cooked it. We ate it the other night. <laughs> Sorry. Ew. The glue, the glue was delicious. The glue. It holds it's like it's like the vine that holds the sauce on it. Yeah, it's like the starch. Is that? Right? Yeah, it's the starch. <laughs> but now getting into Billy's dream a little bit. So we just wrapped up her fiance's yes. dream, but getting back to Billy's dream. Her starts with the dollar the dollar store assembly bears. Which, when it's completed, will murder a family. Like, 100% guarantee on that bear, too. And she tried. She tried to not assemble it. So is there, with that, is there some hesitation going into this big step of your life? It's like, oh, I don't right. I don't know if I'm ready for this. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm but not ready for mass I'm not murder. ready. I should, I should think about it. <laughs> Is she hesitant to leave her childhood home or, her, you know, her childhood behind her? Is she, mm-hmm. like, what is she hesitant about? But then the doorbell rings. I mean, while she's strangling the bear that's possessing her, or like trying to possess the family. But then the doorbell rings and that's unexpected. It was, and, and inconvenient. It was at an it inconvenient was time. It's always inconvenient. <laughs> So did this love of her fiancé happen unexpectedly? Was she dealing with things in her life and kind of not really expecting to fall in love? 
Because that's often when it happens for people is when they're like, you know what? I'm just going to take a break from dating. I'm I'm not going to deal with this. And that's when things happen. Yep. So it's not like she was looking for a solution, but it kind of came along when this family opened the door and the bear was like, hey, new family I can murder. (laughs) Like so excited. (laughs) Like, oh, this one has four people. This one isn't just one woman. It's going to be this is way more fun. This is an upgrade murder scenario. I'm, I just got to get in that dad's arms. I'm going with him. <laughs> <laughs> so solution kind of presented itself, and she was unaware that it was going to happen. So she's kind of dealing with the yeah. situation, and all of a sudden the doorbell rings. Maybe she falls in love. Maybe she's like, oh, <laughs> here it is all along. It solves a problem. Solves the problem, all right. It doesn't kill her. <laughs> well, to wrap it up, Belly, I think it's one of those stress dreams. And however, this relationship yeah. is with your fiance is working itself into your dreams. It's you're seeing it as a scary, possessed teddy bear, but it doesn't have to be <laughs> scary, right? It doesn't have yeah. to be scary. Being, taking that big step in a relationship is like okay. You said big step, big commitment. Big giving up part of yourself. These are huge Mm -hmm. things in themselves. So it's like, yeah, it's going to come out in a dream. We don't always know how, but for you, it's a possessed teddy bear, and that's perfectly fine. (laughs) And you got rid of it. And your fiancé is still alive. So wedding bells. And if if you wanted to invite us to the wedding, you can email us. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We would love to. We would love to come. We would love. We will look really nice. We won't show up like in jeans. (laughs) Thank you, Billy. Thank you. And best of luck to you and your fiance. Yes. Again, thank you, Billy. We love your dream and dream story, too. It's not just a dream. You had a little extra with the fiance part. So we want to hear all those juicy little details. Give us your receipts (laughs) about all your dreams. And dream stories. We want to hear if it's a sentence, paragraph, page. We want to hear it all. Send your dreams to remelations at gmail.com. And you might hear your dream next week. All right. You know what that means, Brooke? (gasps) It's time for catnaps. Kitty catnaps. Catnaps. Do you want to get started? I do. So I thought I would share when I was in that stage where I was really dreaming kind of a lot. Mm -hmm. This was in late January. I had this dream. So I thought I'd share it since today. I don't know where all our besties are, but it is a blizzard outside. And hopefully Mm. it's the last we've had some better be some snow and ice. We've had some snow and ice. So I thought I would share this dream that I had back in January because in the hopes that winter will be ending. At a stoplight, a man tries to squeegee my window. I tell him, no, thank you. Are you in Chicago? (laughs) You lived in Chicago. I mean, it does happen. Yeah, It it does happen, but... I have a question about this one myself. So I tell him no thank you, and he does the throat cutting sign, you know, with his finger across his neck. And there's a car in front of me, so I can't drive away. He brakes 
my driver's side window open and I'm screaming, trying to grab my phone from my purse as Brooke, he's trying no. to pull me out of the car. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. This, this is an awful dream. It is an awful dream. I find I my like snow it. scraper, you know, everyone that lives in our area, my snow scraper. And for our besties who don't know what a snow <laughs> scraper is, for all you south of the south Luck, states, for all you lucky, lucky birds out there <laughs> what it what a snow scraper is is, a, is it's a contraption you keep in your car that on one end yeah. usually has like a like a plastic blade i mean not a sharp sharp blade but a blade to no yes kind of scrape Get the ice, ice from your windshield the other side's usually a brush so you can brush off the snow not everyone might know what it is yeah, that's true, and you that's keep in your car. You keep it in your car. I only keep mine in my car life. from like November. I take it out in the summer, but I put it in my back of my car in November through like well, obviously now March. <laughs> it Fuck stays you. in the car for a while. Like it's never yeah. not in my car. Whether I keep it like in the front seat or the trunk depends on what time mm, of year yes. it is. True, true. Yeah, but obviously in this dream, I had it. Good, stab him. God damn you, stupid jerk. <laughs> so anyway. No, yes, I'm putting oh, okay. it in there right now. I'm just going to edit it. <laughs> you stupid jerk. <laughs> so he's trying to pull me out of the car. I find my snow scraper, turn, and start beating him as hard as I can. And then I woke yeah. up. Good. And good. This one has a picture. Mm-mm. I'm trying to describe the throat, the throat cutting motion. And and Bestie, if you want to see this, the only way you can see our video is if you're part of our sleepover squad. So if you want to join that, head to remolations.com slash support. But let's take a look here at Brooke's picture. And again, this was a hard one for me because I'm not an artist. And I was trying (laughs) to depict. Right. But I was trying to depict the throat cutting motion that Mm -hmm. was so visible in my tree. <laughs> okay, so then we've so we've got here a stick figure. One hand's kind of out to the side. You have no hair. You're bald. But then there's like no a, hair. A, a, looks like a knife or something dangerous and an arrow that's symbolizing throat slashing. Okay. Got it. Okay. Yep. Would you have gotten this without my explanation? No way in hell. I didn't think so. I knew it was a really bad drawing. But thank you for sharing your dream. That that is that's a stress dream, Brooke. And I know you had a little stress going on in January. So just a little bit. That was January twenty eighth. So it was the end of January. So that was like peak peak stress time for my recent life adventures. Do you have a kitty cat now? I do. And this also has to do with stabbing. So, well, here we go. Oh, I think I have another stabbing one, too, to tell you we've got a, We've got a theme. We've got a theme. All right. <laughs> this dream comes from Roy, and Roy is from Miami. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I had a really scary dream last night that I got stabbed in the stomach by someone that I don't know. After Ouch. I got stabbed... I woke up in this weird place. I think it was hell. <laughs> oh, bummer. Poor Roy. Roy. 
You went downstairs, Roy. We're sorry about it. <laughs> you might you want to think about your life down. choices. Yeah. Yeah, um, sorry about that. I think it was hell. And there were a lot of people there who were very, very thin and looked like they hadn't eaten in a long time. Sounds like hell. Yeah. That <laughs> sounds like hell. That sounds like hell. I'm like, yeah, this tracks. Literally. <laughs> they were chained up in the skies. The place was blood red, blue, and black. It didn't look like Earth. The torture. Yeah, right. I think you went downstairs <laughs> because this yeah. definitely isn't anything good happening here. The spirits and demons would torture us by entering our bodies, but I had no idea what they would do. All I know is whenever they entered my body, I would scream really loud because it was painful. And then I woke Ooh. up. Ooh. It was very crazy. weird. I've never had a dream like this before. I don't Ooh, like that's it. That's unsettling. I don't like it either. Like, it made me a little uncomfortable just listening to it. Like, it just kind of made me a little nervous. Some rando stabs Roy and then he gets sent to hell. I don't think that's fair. I think the, I don't, the well, stabber we don't should know go to hell. Who, we don't know who Roy is as a person, Mindy. Maybe Roy That's stabbed true. someone last week. <laughs> in someone else's dream or in real life. Either way, perhaps. Either way, maybe he's the stabber and the stabby. We don't know. It's a tough line to walk. It's a, it is a very thin line, isn't it? Okay. Yeah. So this is Alex, and she's from Vancouver. And just so you know, because mm. you know I want to know, A L Y X. Ooh, it. even better. Love I it. Know. Love it. Love it. I had a very large fish tank with two small nurse sharks. Well, I don't know. I think that'd have to be a very <laughs> large <laughs> fish just, tank. They were very, it's very like, tiny. Sharks. Tiny, like mi miniature nurse sharks. <laughs> Mini, know, like, yeah, yeah. You know they like how they breed them. Puppies can fit in a cup, like a little, yeah, little baby nurse yeah, one shark. Of those. You know, I'm sure it's cute. I it can't was... hurt. It can't bite you that hard if it's just no, no, not just little, little teeth. Cute little nurse no. shark in your bathtub. Oh, adorable. <laughs> <laughs> I was feeding them. Now you're going to be surprised that I'm sharing this dream, but. Okay. When I was feeding them, all of a sudden, something huge splashed into the tank and flat killed one of them and seemingly mm. killed the other. So, you know, already I'm a little upset. Yeah, I'm surprised you're even reading this one. I know this one could have gone right in the trash, but it's not because <laughs> I think it's interesting. I started screaming and... Aww. pulled the one that wasn't for sure dead out of the water and it turned into a tiny seal in my she's hands. Like, <laughs> she's giving like CPR to marine life. She's like, one, two, three. One shark. One, two, and three, so four. a fish now turns into a mammal based on her obviously mm, life-saving skills. Yeah, okay. Aren't nurse sharks not like predatory? They're like not really, but they're around a lot where people snorkel. So every once in a while, okay. there's a little nip. They get a little nip, hungry, want a little, it's a little appetizer. It's not like a major threat to the human population, no. Got it. Okay. But whatever killed it was, <laughs> whatever killed it in that time. <laughs> whatever, was. Shamu just jumped uh, on top of it. 
So she's got a tiny seal now, which I think is very cute. Like maybe it's a seal in a teacup. I don't know. That's how I picture it. Of course. I ran, I ran with the seal to my fiance, freaking out, begging for his help. And yeah. then I woke up. But <laughs> not only remembering the dream, but feeling so sure it was real that I had to oh. really think hard about the fact that I've never owned sharks, nor <laughs> could I magically turn one into a seal. She she wakes up, she's like stretch, runs in the bathroom, she's like, oh, damn it, it was just a dream. Damn it, are there no sharks? Where's my seal? I thought I gave the sharks up for the seal. <laughs> Thank you, what Alex. Do you, what do you what do you um, think she what what do you think Alex named such a shark seal? I mean, it's got a ha- you know it's a sh- the shark then a seal. Like, a what shark, do you think its name was? A shark and a seal. A shark seal. Oh, I like it. Um, well, it's a nurse shark, so I would say nurse sunshine because seals like to just <laughs> lay out in the nurse. Sun. Nurse Sunshine. That's her. Shark. That's her baby seal. Nurse Sunshine. Yeah, do you have a name? Well, I don't think anything's better than Nurse I'm going Sunshine. With, no, I I th- I'm. I'm out. I'm out. I, you win. <laughs> Thank you. you win. Thank you. That was awesome, Alex. Thank you, Alex and Nurse Sunshine. <laughs> Nurse Sunshine. Well, I've got one here from Danny, and Danny is from San Francisco, California. Hey. It's titled. Oh no! Oh no! I'm sorry. The look on your face. Okay. It's titled "Fire Safety Carrot." Carrot goes. I dreamt. I dreamt I was at work in the kitchen. I'm a chef, and we had a fire safety class. While holding a rather large peeled (laughs) carrot, the safety (laughs) officer had said to us all, "This." Is your safety carrot? This is your safety carrot. If you are holding this carrot and it's on fire, then you should exit the building as soon as possible. Or if it's just your body and the building's on fire, you should exit as soon as possible. It is one of the only two times in my life I've woken up laughing. Yeah, I think a carrot would take a very, very high temperature to kind of start on fire. Like what? I think like other things might be on fire first. It. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, like protect wrap, the carrot. It's in like, grease. Of all. <laughs> it's like just they dip in the fryer in grease and then they hold it. And if it starts on fire, it's. We should all get out. It's like the Olympic torch. <laughs> it's a carrot it's like torch. The Olympi- it's the Olympic torch. <laughs> wait, wait, torch. wait, wait, wait. You can light it up. Yeah. Wait, I've got a question for Danny. Danny, was Danny. it carrot top that was holding <laughs> carrot? Did you misinterpret your dream? And was it really carrot top and not a carrot? Hashtag, because what is carrot top dream? <laughs> <laughs> I know it was really just carrot top on fire. Damn it. Damn it. I mean, please don't kill carrot top. We have yet don't, to no. see him. He's <laughs> he he is an icon. He is in Vegas and if I have the chance, I would love to see his show. And carrot, carrot top. top. Mr. Mr. If you're Mr. Top. Miss 
Sir Top. Top. If you're Mr. listening, Top. if you need an opening act, we're we're a little bit funny. Mostly weird, but a little bit funny, little and bit we would funny. love to open for your show in Vegas. I mean, we could use a residency. I mean, we're at that point we of could. our careers. I think we we're ready. We could settle in Vegas. <laughs> we could, um, you know, yeah. just give us a jingle. We'll catch you on the jangle, just, and you know, yeah, we'll figure out all the deets later. And we Mr. won't Top. let you start on fire. Trust us, Mister. No, Mr. that Top, is the sir. first thing we will not do. So be feel safe to reach out. We will have a fire extinguisher at the ready, just in case. <laughs> now he's going to be scared. He's like, you're telling me you're not going to set me on fire. And now you sure? you're saying we have 17 fire extinguishers ready on stage for your You know, there are premonition dreams. So we just want, we just want to cover our bases. We just want to make sure we'll you're see. of your safety. Yeah. Yes. That's our number one priority. Danny, let us know if... You've ever had to exit with a carrot fire. <laughs> a carrot fire. <laughs> okay, I've got another one. Please. This is Carrie, and she's from Park City. I believe it was my birthday, and I had some sort of huge party organized outside in my garden. So I was running yes. around for some reason when I felt like grabbing some birthday cake. Yeah, fair. It's your birthday. What flavor? Um, Brooke, your favorite flavor cake? What are you picking? Okay. I'm picking white cake with like a strawberry raspberry filling and a cream Mm -hmm. cheese icing. Mm. Okay. Yes. How about you? Well, (laughs) I'll go with what our wedding cake was, which was a lemon wedding cake with raspberry ganache inside. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And then as as far as frostings go, I don't like the sh- sugary sweet ones. And fondant oh. is like inedible. So I'm going to go with like yeah. um like a like a like a uh, buttercream. A whipped cream. A whipped cream frosting. Mm. Yeah. Mhm. That sounds Lemons and raspberries. You know what's I'm weird? In. I don't cook, but I do enjoy baking from time to time. And my okay, signature yeah, cake mm-hmm. that I make is a lemon cake with a raspberry filling. But what? now you know what to make me for my birthday. <sighs> I made a, this my cake, my like signature cake for my friend. And um, I bring it over. I'm like halfway over there. And I'm like, oh, my God, she's allergic to lemons. Like it just no. clicked in my head as I was like halfway oh, there. Shit. Like I remembered it. Who's, and I was like, who's allergic to lemons? You met my friend Mika who lives she's in She's allergic Chicago to lemons? Lady. I know, like so. You know, like when you ever ordered a water with lemon, if someone if they gave us the no. whole table lemon, she'd have to like send it back. And I like made this cake, and I felt so bad. I'm like, I made you a cake. At least you recognized it you. before she ate it, <laughs> and I had to show it too. Oh, that's a that's an odd allergy. Interesting, isn't it? Oh. Lemons. Never knew lemons. Hmm. Who who knew? But that yeah. Raspberry lemon, you know I agree. Good girl. Well, Carrie's got a cake here. She's got a birthday cake. I ran into the kitchen and my dad was eating my cake. So I asked him for some. Damn it. Fine. Okay. But, you know, it doesn't seem like they okay. said to her or anything yet. You know, it's just like, <laughs> dad's just hungry in the kitchen eating the birthday cake. 
But for some reason, my dad pushed me to the floor and told me all the cake was for him. (laughs) My mom confronted my dad, but before she could really start shouting, he proceeded to grab a rather large kitchen knife and stab my mom right between the eyes. Okay. <laughs> this party sucks. We this party. Got something to say. <laughs> this party is awful, and I don't want this for my birthday party. Thank you. Yeah, I don't care how many cakes you, you bring. I don't want to go to this. Party. I won't. I won't plan this party for you. I. I promise. Thank you. <laughs> I promise. I, but how disturbing. Okay. Yes, and the knife going all the way through her head. Mm. Ah! Ouch! Okay. Even though it was a dream, I remember the blood splatter quite vividly. Then I woke up, but in a cold sweat, and I was freaked out for weeks. Weeks. Carrie, oh my God, I'd be be freaked out for weeks too. Your dad murdered your mom on your birthday? For birthday cake? That's the worst birthday ever. I hope it was like your first birthday and you will never <laughs> you remember it again and it won't ever affect you. <laughs> yikes, yikes, yikes. Ouchie, okay. ouchie will carry. Mm. Oh, thank you. Thank you. This next dream comes from our friend Jacob and he's from Chicago area. Jacob! Yes, our, our, our oh favorite. Oh my God, I love you, Jacob. Medium, tarot reader, best friend ever. Okay. Oh, so Jacob my wrote, heart is so happy right now, Jacob. I miss you and love you. <laughs> this is by far the craziest dream I've ever had. It was after surgery, and I was heavily medicated. Oh, I was yeah. in my early 20s and staying at my parents' house in my childhood bedroom. Okay. In the dream, someone I had recently broken up with snuck into my room and tried attacking oh. me while I was sleeping. Oh, no. And medicated. It was terrifying. Yeah. I know. yeah. <laughs> then you can't like move. You're not like, you're not you as nimble like, when you're back? medicated. No. Like, <laughs> you can't fight uh, back. <laughs> like, stop, <laughs> please. <laughs> I was terrified. I woke up drenched in sweat and in a panic. My dreams were very vivid during the recovery period and they all felt real. Oh my God. But here's the thing Did he really wake mm. up? Because the next thing he writes is, I went to the bathroom to get some water. And upon returning to my room, I saw something that genuinely terrified me. The wall next to the bed was covered in fingerprints. It was just like the dream. I panicked. I'm not sure if it was a dream or not. Jacob, you're giving me chills. (laughs) I've got the chills. Looking at the fingerprints closer, something seemed off. They couldn't be wiped off the wall. While I was away at college, my dad had been touching up paint throughout the house. They weren't fingerprints. They were just splotches of paint. (laughs) I love it. But isn't it funny how your brain can play tricks on you? Like, yeah, you're in your room for so long. Like bloody fingerprints. Right. You come home and like your mind, you're like, something's different. Like even the minutia, like the little, 
pieces that he notices on the wall that are like painted over like something is just like different and you can sense it something's crazy, off Jacob. oh but then like not knowing like you're just like second guessing yourself you're like well am i, I am i really awake is that my blood on the wall is that my bloody should thing I, check, I don't know what's like, going on sh- should i go to the bathroom and like check myself for wounds <laughs> yes. and then he's like damn it Jacob. dad damn it <laughs> You did this. <laughs> use use tape. Use blue painter's tape. Be a little more careful where you, you know, splotch your paint because it's giving me fucking nightmares. Uh, and don't splotch your blood if that's the case either. <laughs> Just use paint. Paint Just use only. straight paint. Please. <laughs> Please. <laughs> well, thank you, Jacob, yeah, friend, for you. sending that in. Yay, yay. And triple yay. And thank you for everyone sending in your dreams. And it's funny because a lot of our dreams that we get submitted say, and then I woke up as they finish. And Mm -hmm. you know what? We have merch that says, and then I woke up. And if you want some cool merch and buy some cool Remolations merch and look cool. Super cute. Everyone's going to ask you about it. Yeah, get your sweet dreams bitches shirt, get your and then I woke up sweatshirt and you'll be looking dream fine all year long. <laughs> Everyone's going to be jealous. So if you want some cool swag, you can head to remolations.com slash support. You can buy merch. You can join our sleepover squad. You can submit a dream. If there's any way you want to support us, that's how you can do it. Remolations.com slash support. Yay, yay, yay. So, Mindy, last week we talked a little bit about how we both had little blankies growing up. You know, like I had my good blankie and my yuck blankie and you had a blankie and I'm sure your kids had. Yes, my kids had blankies. Even our dreamer Billy tonight had a has a teddy bear. Yes, mm -hmm. has a. We don't want that kind of teddy bear, but yes, (laughs) teddy bears are good. But these are basically, um, you know, items we both grew up with to help comfort us as we mm-hmm. fall asleep. Whether it's a lovey or a binky or a boopy or a blanky, they're all <laughs> the same thing. They all have different names, which I think is interesting. They do. My yeah. My brother-in-law called his his Whoopi. Whoopi. Okay, well, that reminds Whoopi? me of the movie Mr. Mom because they called his oh. blanky Whoopi. Okay. Yeah, so I've... There's lots of different names. I mean, any name imaginable. Oh, my oldest daughter has a a, a purple bunny that's Bun Bun. So we have a Bun Bun. You have a Whoopi, Blanky. A Bun Bun. Yeah, all different names. All different names. And they don't have to make sense. No. It doesn't make sense. The child at a young age chooses this comfort object and then names it. And it could be nonsensical, but... Yeah. Mm -hmm. So whatever you called it or whatever your kid calls it, whether it's a stuffed toy, a blanket or a toy in general, it's all for the purpose of comfort. Mm -hmm. So comfort items, they're also known as comfort objects, can be very Mm -hmm. useful in helping little ones settle and go from waking to sleeping. It's all about transition Mm -hmm. with these objects. Uh, yeah. They can also help babies and toddlers feel more secure when they're away from mom and dad. And like I just said, that's why they're known as transitional objects. They help your child transition from one state one state to another, whether it's waking to sleeping or you're there 
or you're not around and they provide feelings of comfort and security when a baby or toddler is away from the people or surroundings that they know best. So it makes sense. Yeah. It's a coping mechanism. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And because when you're that little, so much of it is physical, physical touch, physical nurturing. And so it makes sense yeah. that it would be something tactile for them to hold on to. Y- you mm. need something to comfort. Yeah. No, it d- makes total sense. Because these comforts help your child feel safe, calm, and happy, they say you shouldn't discourage them, which I know there was lots of research back and forth. I'm sure you can find sure. research that agrees with it, disagrees with it. But discouraging it, no matter how worn and grubby they look, and we've <laughs> all seen those worn and Threads. grubby blankies and animals, <laughs> mm-hmm. Um They're actually a sign that your child is developing skills to help them cope with their independence, which I never like, which I never thought of before, because it's like most babies and toddlers will choose their own comfort item around six months. Oh, really? That young? That young. Yes. Yes. Wow. Okay. They tend to choose something with a soft texture and a familiar Mm -hmm. smell. Such as a favorite toy, a blanket, or even a piece of clothing, which makes total sense. You know, just having something with a smell on it can really. And when you wash those loveys, those blankies, ooh, Ooh, like they need to be washed every now and then. They all have blankets, and some of them had more than one. But you have to wash them because they get dirty from like. You know, eating yeah, I know applesauce next to it, or it's that it's that the balance and it was... between tricking them between their sight and smell because they're like, it mm-hmm. looks the same, but it doesn't doesn't smell the same. You gotta but wash like that's it. what they say. It... Just always have a spare. Always have a spare. Ugh. Even with my my cats, only one of them really plays with toys, but I do. Have spares with That's the ones smart. that actually work. But it's hard because sometimes you won't know that's the one they attach to. That's very true. So for my oldest, she had the bun bun. She had her this purple bunny that was bought by an aunt at Easter time because she was born in March. So it was like a Hallmark Easter like prom- like bun. thing that she got. It. So a bun bun. And it had like a little <laughs> rainbow bow tie. It was cute. But then... She didn't get attached to it until a year later. Like it was, she was probably like yeah. nine to twelve months old. And by that time, I went to go find another bun bun because she had oh, a no. thousand stuffed animals. So why was it this one that she liked so much? I went as far as contacting the manufacturer of the bun bun. Oh, I did because I could like I got the How manufacturer the lot number off the got? tag. From similar moms that are like, I need three more bun buns. (laughs) Because it was bought in a Hallmark in Texas. I'm like, I have to like track down this bun bun. They're like, it's seasonal. We don't know that we'll ever make it again. I'm like, no. No. And so sometimes you don't know. You can't get the second out, like the backup. So for the twins, I was lucky. On their first birthday, they both got this monkey, stuffed monkey, that was holding on to like this yellow blanket that was shaped like a banana. Strange enough. Of course. And so there was two of them, one for the twin A, one for twin B. And twin A, the first twin, the firstborn, that was her thing. She loved that yellow blanket, the yellow banana blanket. And so she took hers. And not only did she take 
she took her. She also took her twins. She took her sisters. So there was a natural backup. Luckily. Oh my god! And now, the twin other B, twin was fine without having the banana blankie. She, she actually monkey, went for an toy. old blankie that the first the firstborn had. Like my oldest was a blanket you know that she just used and never got attached to. And so that's it's, isn't it's it funny? funny how it works. How it works? Like you're like my baby's gonna love this blanket, but it turns out no, it's not that baby. It's gonna be not that third one baby. <laughs> but yep. One of your babies it, is gonna love it. <laughs> you just have to buy two of everything's of everything's, everything's of everything because you never know what it is. <laughs> I was doing some research on we and Mindy, of course, can put the links in the show notes. But different articles here. One said kids who alternate between various loveys may associate mm-hmm. different loveys with different situations. So one to bring mm-hmm. to the park. And another for oh. evenings, for instance, or the number of lobbies kids use often dwindles to one or two items eventually. Yeah, sure. So they, I'm sure you know, they are like, oh, we love everything. And then the favorite obviously becomes very clear. Mm-hmm. It's also likely, though, that your child will find different ways to self-soothe in different phases mm-hmm. of life. So a child turning to a comfort object isn't so different from when we as adults maybe take a drink or take out our phones if we're bored or feel socially awkward. But blankets, as Mindy and I are both very fond of, and we both have very specific blanket sleeping methods, but blankets, as you cuddle under a blanket, your serotonin and melatonin levels increase. So these chemicals help us relax and kind of calm down and eventually get some sleep. So it makes sense. And then there's the weighted blankets, of course, which, you know, are a whole different game changer. Wonderful. Yeah. But for comfort, basically, babies are born wanting to be held close. You know, Mm -hmm. they spend months cuddled and swayed and knowing someone will help soothe their needs. And this helps them build feelings of secure attachment to a parent and confidence to go out into the world. Which makes sense. Does make sense. Yep. But this effect starts to reverse as children get older. So the same study showed that teens who still hold strong attachments to (laughs) a transitional object have poorer mental health. And while there's nothing wrong with keeping a comfort blanket or lovey for the fond memories it brings, still their emphasis is still needing it on a day-to-day basis as like a teenager or an adult could be a sign of something is wrong. Yeah. So it's like if you are having a sleepover at a friend's house as a 17-year-old, do you need to bring yeah. that comfort item? Your, or is it, it's in my bed at home and it's there, it's good, and I enjoy having it in my home versus That's having true. to bring it? That Okay, right. that makes like, sense. Like they said, it's kind of the difference of want versus need or having mm-hmm. it versus actually needing it. That's the deciding factor. It's like, you can still want it and appreciate it, but you shouldn't need it at that point. to soothe yourself. Yes. Yeah. So overall, basically, transitional objects make children 
kind of feel good and help them manage new experiences, which is what they have to go through in life. They can help them relax and go to sleep. They're companions also to kids. You know, they can talk yes. to, sleep alongside, share experiences with <laughs> Wrap them. up and like, pet in it, you know, like dress up ra- your little cat or your dog <laughs> in your blankie. That's been you done know. in our house. <laughs> I bet it has been. They also provide reassurance when children are separated from their parents at bedtime or during the day at child care. And they sure. provide comfort when children are frightened, you know, or upset and yeah. maybe like in the middle of the night after a nightmare or what have you. But they help mm-hmm. kids feel secure in unfamiliar environments. And that's by providing a link between a new situation and then the comfort of home. And I think that's Aww. really interesting. Yeah, yeah. it is because it's, it's something that that's very it, common. Yeah. It's what. It's what we're used to, and especially as me as a mom. Like I had my my blankie growing up, and then I gave it to my mm-hmm. oldest daughter when she was born. And I was like, as at that point, I was like a transition. I grew I grew out of it. I guess I'm like, here you. That can was have your my transitional blankie. moment. <laughs> it was my trans. I was well. I guess I was like 22 when I had her, so I was ready to let it go. I guess, but it's something that is so familiar, and I, I'm curious in other cultures. Is it the same? So for our besties who are perhaps international, do you have the same kind of traditions of having loveys? You know, I know, speaking of which, and let me just take a sidebar here because I was checking our stats um, today. We have had a lot of um, uptick in international listeners. So I just want to give a shout out to, of course, real quick, all of our friends from Australia because we love love all of our Aussie besties. Um, France has, we've got some listeners in France. Bonjour. We have some, bonjour, Canada. We always have our friends in Canada, the UK. We have besties in Granada, Singapore, which is amazing. So in those countries, countries, especially like Granada and Singapore, do you experience the same thing? Do you have those culturally where you grow up and you have something that you're attached to as like a comfort item? I would love to know. And I did read briefly um, through some of my research that it is very different culturally. Like the U.S. Mm, is very different with their loveys. I didn't get into a deep dive of that. So, yes, we want to definitely hear from our international besties. But it's like um, just cultures with, um, you know, methods of do you let your baby cry itself to sleep or do you keep the baby in bed with you? It just it varies so much throughout different cultures that it was it mm-hmm. was just really fascinating to kind of look into and see what kind of lovies they use, don't use, and what have you. So definitely let us know. Thank you for sharing the topic. I think that was a awesome one to share. Yeah, that was really great. Thank you for sharing all that information. I, you know, it's something that's yeah. part of our lives, but we don't often think about the reasons behind it, and I think that's really eye opening. Right. Yeah, I thought it was very fascinating. What did you do this week, Mindy? You know, I've been putting... So my whole week has been putting together furniture. Oh, I hate that. I'm so sorry. All new bed Mm. frames. um, It's going to be worth it when it's done, but it sucks putting all that shit together. It does. And I don't... Again, I don't mind doing it because I like following instructions. I like... I like the challenge yeah. of putting together furniture. I'm weird like that. I don't know what's wrong with me. 
But <laughs> I've just been like listening to podcasts and putting furniture together for hours on end. So that's my week. Well, you know what? At least you've got that going because you know what? At least you you do enjoy it once you get into it. It's just so tedious. It's so time consuming. And whether you love what you're listening to or not, and that can make the total difference whether you're enjoying yes. the yes. activity. I got my favorite podcast so. I listen to. Yeah. And which, by the way, Sunday was spring forward for like the time uh, change, yeah. which fuck you for this <sighs> having to do this because it's always hell in our house because we had to wake up. We wake I, up early. We wake up at like 530. So it really felt like 430. But oh you know what? God. Do you know what? Oh, yeah. We we just missed it. I'm sorry. This should have been in last week's episode. Yeah. But Monday, if you didn't know, was National Nap Day. Oh, I wish. I wish <laughs> I had known I would have napped the fuck out of that day. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's the day after the time goes forward. So it's like the it perfectly it makes, makes sense. sense. It, it, makes it came sense, up in my like, feet. I was like. Oh, yeah, it's it's a day you need a nap. It's a day you need a when nap. When are we going to finally get rid of that shit? I thought we were so close this year to getting rid of yeah, daylight so legislation. Time. Yeah, but when's that going to happen? Because like I said, not soon enough. Not It's one hour. They don't do it in Arizona or part of Indiana. So it's like we right. can get by without it. What's the point? It just fucks everyone up. It's like a... It, like more energy let's efficient get a laugh to two times it. a year let's get a good now, laugh at people going back to our national besties do you guys do time changes i'm curious because oh, yeah. i'm i don't know i don't so know aussie besties uk besties do you guys do a time change halfway through the year or is it just our fucked up country don't know <laughs> probably us we're pretty fucked up <laughs> hopefully next year we don't do this Next year, we will not be making this announcement, hopefully. <laughs> now, you had a very exciting week, I believe, right? You started um, a new I job. I did. I started Ooh. my new job. So I am loving it so far. It's going to be very challenging, but very rewarding at the same time. Yes. I'm working with adults with special needs and doing like a day activity care center for them so they have a day program so day one i'm at my new job and it's just (laughs) after lunch and i hear brooke brooke come up to the stage they have a little stage where they have (laughs) you know like piano well like piano players come in and will entertain and like they do all kinds of different things games on your first day you're like on my first stage yeah, well, he's like, let's all welcome Brooke. And I'm like cleaning up after lunch. So I'm like, oh, okay. So I walk okay. up there and he's like, okay, everyone, ask Brooke whatever you want. And I'm like, oh, what? No. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I don't know I these didn't. people. I don't know what's going to come out. But I guess it could be the, anything. The day Ooh. they're like, there was, there's a woman um, who they said, Oh, if she were here today, you would have been up here for an hour because she would have just had questions nonstop for you. But like some of my favorites were, um, are you still in high school? And I'm like, oh, God bless you. (laughs) Thank Bless your soul. Yes. Um, Right. (laughs) 25 Um, years ago. And then um, one guy just got up and went, 
I think you're cute. And then like sat back down. <laughs> I'm like, oh, cute. Sweet. But then once somebody asked like, what's your favorite movie? What's your favorite song? Oh, wow. And for a favorite song, I'm like, geez, favorite song. And I was like, okay, well, I think it'd probably be Don't Look Back in Anger by Oasis. You know, I was just being honest. I knew sure. they probably would have no idea who that was. You right. know, there's all different age ranges. And so mm-hmm. then the owner who has the microphone goes, all right, let's look this up. Brooke's going to sing Don't Look Back in Anger karaoke oh, for us. No. And I was like, <laughs> what? Okay. Oh, and he goes, well, I you mean, don't have to. And I'm like, wait, you kind of put uh, me on the stage, technically. No, I'll do it. You know, like, and it's my first day. Like, I don't want to be and we, the And we do pooper. like karaoke. Don't get us wrong. But, but I'm not expected not- karaoke is something different. And sober karaoke is sober different. Sober karaoke. And solo karaoke is different so yeah being yeah. alone Ooh. and sober which are two things okay. i've never done associated with karaoke <laughs> so no, no, no. he starts the song and i just start singing and i'm like it's not gonna sound good but i'm gonna go for it and then he he made some kind of joke like nice. you're the only one that ever actually said yes like, I thought it was really funny. Like, he's like, yeah, we, we're trying to get everyone up here on their first day. That's and everyone's awesome. like, no, 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 no. And I'm like. But that's you. Yeah, that's sure. You're just like, might as well go for it. Why not? What do you have to lose? Did you get any um, but, applause, I hope, after? Your- I don't think so. It was not a hit. But I will. Um, I think I will give it another shot someday with maybe Good. a more, like, crowd-friendly song. Pop song. Because, like I said, you no should, one yeah. knew. No one knew what the fuck I was singing. It was my favorite song. Bring out like Elvis or something and you'd probably get some classics. Yeah, classics, right? Yeah, you gotta go classics. Classics. (laughs) (laughs) Like Rolling on um, the River. You gotta do some Tina Turner or something. Like something everyone knows. Oh my God. Mm, Yes. Now I know what I'm gonna do. Now I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do Proud Mary. And I'm like, I'm gonna bring my friend Midian and you can come in from the side. I'm coming. That's right. Left a good job we gotta do the dance. In the city. <laughs> that is one Left song I can sing on karaoke, that. and I can. I've do never the dance. done that. I would sing that. <laughs> Let me put it in my phone. Maybe <laughs> I'll sing that tomorrow. Yeah. That there you go. And I bet you will get more claps for that. He did seem excited because none of the there's only two guys that work there besides him. He and his wife are okay. the owners. And they'll get up there and do karaoke, but I guess no one oh, else fun. ever really does. So when I got up there, he's like, yeah, we got maybe got another karaoke. I'm like, yeah, let me do karaoke. I'll do karaoke. Sure. I'll dance. Whatever you guys yeah, want to do. Let me do That's that. fun. Oh, I sounds like do a that. great start. Oh, my so, God. What a fun yeah. job. What a fun and I, rewarding job. Yeah, so far, so good. So thank you, everyone, that's helped me along this far. And thanks for asking me. Awesome. Andy. Yeah, of course. I'm so happy to see you happy. Yeah, I am. Oh, I, I, Brooke, this has been, okay, it's been a hot minute. It's been a hot minute, but I have some pod news. <gasps> pod news, yeah, it has been a hot minute. Let's hear it's it. Been a hot Let's minute. hear it. But you're going to flip your lid. And I have not shared this with you. You had a busy week, I know. And so I was waiting to share this on the podcast. We... We had our first ever hashtag celebrity response. What? Let me back up because Mindy's going to hate this audio. <laughs> what? 
So I posted. I know. I know. I am too. I am too. Blows my mind. I'm so, I'm so, so excited. <laughs> so back on care. episode 71, I was talking about a reality TV show called Shattered, where contestants had to stay awake as long as possible yes. to win a prize pool of money. So the yes. winner, Claire Farah, responded to my Instagram tag. Oh, what did she say? So she responds, first of all, hey, hey, give me a nudge. I'll happily hop on the show to answer any of your questions. So, Bestie, if yes. you want to hear any more from Farah about her experience on Shattered, let us know. We can see if we can set up an interview with her. She's happy to jump on. Oh and she also said, God, I don't care if Bestie's interested or not. We're having her on the show. <laughs> Rex's like, I want to know. I want to know. I want to know. <laughs> so to answer our question, she says, mind, my dreams are a bit weird. Still sleep, walk and talk. Even ended up on the other side of the campsite once in France with a bunch of Americans <laughs> cheering. Yeah, it's that girl again. <laughs> She's done it more than once. They're like, here she comes, that sleepwalking so, girl. <laughs> that's what Farrah, that's what hashtag, wait, hashtag, that's what Claire Farah dreams. Oh my. That's our first God. reverse hashtag. Uh, yay. I know. We How crazy it. is that? We did and, it. Oh my now, God. I look amazing. forward to actually reaching out more and talking to her because I want to know thank you. this whole experience. I want to know everything. I know oh, everything. we have let us know your questions. We'll get Claire on the show and we'll just we'll yes. have her open up. Tell us everything. I'm so excited. So that wraps up pod news. Good pod news today. Well that is good pod news. It wraps it up, but holy shit was it good. Our first Ever our first ever hashtag response. Yeah, I'll get I know, a shimmy I'm so for that. <laughs> shimmy, shimmy, we're both shimmy. <laughs> we're both doing shimmies. That's right. That's it. Deserves <laughs> a, a double one. shimmy. This mm -hmm. one deserves a double shimmy. Wow. Yeah. Thank Ooh, you. Okay. Well, bestie, with all that excitement, it wraps up another show. Oh my goodness. But we need you to do one favor for us. If you just laughed a little, if you shimmied with us at the end we need you to do us a favor and that's to tell your best friend about the show tell them about the podcast tell them to listen damn it you can tell <laughs> your listen best, damn it <laughs> tell your best friend tell your fiance tell your favorite carrot fire ranger safety man at your restaurant Carrot Ranger safety man. <laughs> or tell that rando that wants to stab you after cleaning your windows about the show. Maybe not tell Don't tell him. But just tell anyone you can. That's how we grow. That's how we get more listeners and keep coming back each and every week to share more and more dreams. So do us that favor and we love you forever. Much love. Mwah. Billy, thank you so much for your dream. That was a wild Crazy. ride. 
That was a little crazy. Cray cray. And thank you to all of our catnap submissions. We love hearing from you. Thank you so much for supporting the show and submitting your catnaps as well. Bestie, that wraps another amazing episode. Hope you caught up on your sleep from the spring ahead if you do that mm. stuff like we do here. And I just want you to <laughs> grab your lovey, grab your comfort object, tuck in, yes. time for bed. Because until next week, sweet, sweet dreams, dreams, bitches. That was a good one, Mindy. Good job. That was pretty funny.